0: Welcome to Realeron International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Her husband, you might wonder, what is this all about? Well, the other night I was at church and I was sitting there with a friend and she said she was waiting on a certain lady to arrive at the table we were at speaking uh she had picked up this woman to take her to church and i said oh who is she and she began to unpackage the story of this woman this woman was elderly and she was married to a man they went to the church and all of a sudden he decides He doesn't want to be married anymore he gives her the I don't want to be married to you anymore and she was startled she was shaken up she was in shock as any woman would be when her husband that stood at the altar in front of all the witnesses and vowed with his own mouth before Almighty God and everyone within the church congregation that he would love her and be loyal to her till death do him part. Well, this gentleman is a churchgoer. This gentleman is a church member. He actually sits in the very front of the church. And he did so week after week and month after month without any feeling whatsoever of conviction for his ongoing adulterous affair. That's right her husband, in the church, sitting in the very front, very faithful churchgoer and church member and a tither. He sat there week after week in his adulterous affair. He feels absolutely no guilt. He feels it is his right to further his passions and the desires in which he chooses. He stepped in that night and told his ex-wife to be I'll give you a ride home and she came up to the table to tell my friend I won't be needing a ride home tonight because my husband ex-to-be is taking me home how sad when I looked upon this woman I could tell she had been on earth for quite a bit of time but I saw the wear and the terror on her face due to all the tragedy she had experienced with her husband how sad that this woman sat in this church week after week month after month and every single year within the house of God with a husband next to her that was having an affair how can this happen in a church how can someone sit In a church, week after week, in the very front of the church, looking straight up at the pastor, listening to every word that proceeded out of his mouth on a weekly, monthly, annual basis, and continue in his ongoing iniquity. How could this happen? Well, let me tell you how this happens. There is absolutely no conviction of sin going on there is no fear of god there is no full message coming from the pulpit about the goodness and severity of almighty god the bible clearly states in romans 11:22 that knowing both the goodness and severity of god we persuade men paul says knowing the terror of the lord we persuade men You know, the sword, which is Christ. He said, I didn't come to bring peace, meaning peace between sinners. He said, I came to bring a sword. I will divide the righteous from the wicked. I will divide the wheat from the chaff. I will divide. I am a God of division. I will divide the light from the dark. I will divide the pure from the profane. I will divide... The sheep from the goats. But we don't hear the sword anymore preached from the altars of our churches. Because they are no longer an altar of holiness and righteousness as God commands. They are platforms of performers. Good people, but not understanding the goodness and severity of God. Not understanding the absolute vital requirement of the Lord for his ministers is the division from unholiness. Leviticus 1531 states very matter of factly to be separate from the unclean things of this world and not to defile the tabernacle in the temple of the Lord. But when we are watered down and we lighten the word and we, all we do is bring forth the easy parts, the sugar parts, because we don't want to step on anyone's toes. We don't want to run out the church members that pay for the building and all the pastoral staff's wages. We're more concerned about numbers than we are the God that consumes us by fire. Almighty God. It says, God is a consuming fire, and we are to fear the Lord. Jesus Christ commands, fear him, which after he has killed the body can throw you into hell. That place on the altar of the church needs to be holy and without mixture from the world. If you're going to be a friend of the world, you will be an enemy of God. And God consumes his enemies with fire that proceeds out of his mouth. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is a God of love, but he's also a God of wrath. You know, there are people descending into the eternal abyss underneath the ground that you're standing on. At 107 per minute, people are flying into forever. The stats... Or one out of, a, out of a thousand goes up. How sickening. Because why is this? How how can a man sit in church as a an adulterer and others sit in church and one minute they're in your class and the next minute they're dancing the night away on a cruise ship? And you see their pictures on the internet where people are handing them liquor and they look trashed underneath that vice how can, how can this happen because the sword of the Lord has been stolen the full message of God has been erased for a happier gospel for a more friendly seeking gospel to keep everyone appeased and fed their flesh we are placed by God as administrators of the gospel by Jesus Christ in Ephesians 4 verse 11 to benefit humanity by speaking the truth in love and giving them proper direction, inspiration, and education for their well-being. But we've replaced the Lord and we have set upon the throne and we divvy out God's work the way we choose to, and this is what's happened in the church as a whole, internationally. The culture tells us the condition of the church altar. Let me say that again. The culture reflects the church altar. The altars need to come down and repent before the Lord And rebuild in righteousness or they will be devoured by the Lord in the book of Revelation 1 2 and 3 Jesus talks about how he tours the churches and he speaks to the leaders and he lets them know what is good and what is bad and he gives them space to repent and realign but after they ignore him judgment hits and it is not good and so we need to come back to the word of God the bible for that's who Jesus is he is the word revelation 1913 states he wears a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine reads is not my word like as a fire says the Lord and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces do we ever hear God's Word coming forth from the altar with a living sacrifice that it comes forth like a sword sharper than a two-edged sword full of fire that word fire in the Hebrew language is As meaning Flames Supernatural fire The fire of an altar Say altar We need to get back To making The stage An altar We need to come off of performing And become holy Without holiness No one will see the Lord Especially the watered down Mixed preachers All over the earth Let's read this again. Jeremiah 23:29 is not my word says the Lord like as a fire and like a hammer that breaks breaks the rock in pieces. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2:19 reads nevertheless the foundation of God stands sure the very beginning of the word of God it has this seal the Lord knows them that are his and let everyone that names the name of Christ, I'm a Christian, depart from iniquity. Jesus came to save us from our sin, but we never, we never talk about that on the altars anymore. We never talk about that full of the Holy Spirit, but when the Holy Spirit comes in the book of John, chapter 16, Beginning in verse 7, it says, When the Holy Spirit comes, He will speak of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Do we want the fullness of the Holy Spirit? He will cleanse us from our sins so He doesn't have to say, Depart from me, you who work iniquity. Let everyone that names the name of Christ, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian depart from iniquity it's not all about entertaining the church it's not all about making everyone comfortable it's about pleasing the one that has called you to service and his name is Jesus Jesus wants his church back Jesus wants the altar Jesus wants the servant on the altar because Jesus wants the souls Before The one on the altar Not just for a week Or a month But for eternity Our salvation Our entrance into the kingdom Does not assure us eternal life Unless we endure Until the end Matthew 24 13 says Those who endure Until the end Shall be saved But if we let go of faith and draw back We will draw back into perdition. Paul says, after I have preached to the multitude, I keep my body under, I beat my body daily, bringing it into submission so that after I preached, I do not fall away and become a cast away. Amos 9.10 is very clear as it reads the following. All the sinners of my people, God is speaking to us. Why is God speaking so directly? Because God does not want to lose you. John 6:39. Jesus says, "I do not want to lose one that the Father has given me." Why would Jesus say that if that was impossible? Amos 9:10 states, "All the sinners of my people, the Christians who refuse to leave the life of sin, will die by the sword." And they say, well, this evil will not overtake or prevent us from basically living on and having eternal life. Unless we come back to the word, the pure word, and read it for ourselves and believe everything it says. And we need to go back to the word, go back to Christ, go back to Jesus. We will be washed away in the sea of fire Along with the deceived Both the world and the professing Christians That fell away as a foolish virgin According to the Bible Matthew chapter 7 beginning in verse 21 Reads as follows Not everyone that says unto me Lord, Lord Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven But he that does the will of my father which is in heaven That's a huge statement Are we doing the will of God on a daily basis? Well, I don't know if we are I didn't either 22 years ago Before I was sucked into hell beneath this earth And to my terror I found myself within a cage I found myself as a prisoner of sin inside of a jail cell with bars in front of me and dirt all around me and it smelled horrifying and bats flying above my head and Jesus said this the spirits that deceived Eve live here I was terrorized and then I was taken around into different places within this location and Christ said to me Hosea 4, six, He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Annie, who's your favorite preacher? He asked me. He said, I need to be your favorite preacher. I am the word. I am Jesus. Pick up the Bible and eat it and do what it says. And I will be with you and help you every single day. It's been 22 years ago let's read this again Matthew chapter 7 beginning in verse 21 not everyone that says unto me Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that does the will of my father which is in heaven and I think about her husband that's committing adultery in the church doesn't feel any conviction isn't bothered by his sin but goes on about in To fulfill the passions and lusts of his flesh that he never crucified. Not knowing that adulterers will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. He will not inherit it. It's all the way through the Bible. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. I mean, yes, I was her husband. And I was a faithful church member. I was a faithful giver. I cheered on the pastors and gave them extra special donations at Christmas. But I never heard the sword, so I never left my sin. Verse 23, and Jesus will profess to them and potentially her husband, I never knew you, Frank. I never knew you, Thomas. I never knew you, Jan. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Jesus tells us over and over do not die in your sin. We must come clean before God as He desires all of us to come clean and to wash us in the blood and remove our sin. Because if we don't have our sins removed in the blood, We will be removed from the presence of God forever in a place called hell and then onto the lake of fire where we will be consumed and tormented for all eternity. Pray with me. Father God, I confess I am a sinner. I am a Christian sinner that didn't know I was to leave my life of sin. I've been sinning all these years and I've been in church all these years but I never heard the truth. From the stage Because the altar was stolen By the sin of the preacher And so Father God I come clean to you today And I ask you to forgive me Of all of my sin against you And I promise you I will get a Bible And I will begin reading Every single word of it And believing every single word of it And I ask you to baptize me In the Holy Ghost And give me the power To be a successful Christian as I say no to the devil and yes to you on a daily basis. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. And Father God, right now I pray over my name in that book. That it will never be erased as the book of Revelation tells me. That if I lighten the word of God, God will erase my name from the book of life. And I will spend forever in the ongoing torturous place called the eternal lake of fire. In Jesus' name, amen. And I thank you, Father, that you forgive me willingly, lovingly, as I've come to your feet, as you have requested, and you say, very good, and you wash away my sins, and now my slate is clean, and we're going to begin again today. And I thank you, Father God, that the Bible is clear. That whenever I do mess up, I say, God, I'm sorry. According to 1 John chapter 1, 7-9. And you are quick to forgive me of my sin on this journey through earth. In Jesus' name. Riel Aran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Riel Aran today at www.rielaran.org.